Parashat Miket Summary After two extra years in prison, twelve in total, Hashem decided that it was time for Yosef to be freed, and therefore gave Paro two very unusual dreams. In his first dream, he was standing next to the Nile River, when seven fat cows came out. After them, seven thin cows came out of the river and swallowed the seven fat cows. Yet they remained just as thin. Paro woke up, but soon fell back asleep. In his second dream, Paro dreamt that seven ears of grain were growing out of one stalk. Soon, seven thin ears of grain started growing. They also swallowed up the seven healthy ears, and Paro awoke. None of Paro's advisors were able to explain his dreams to his liking. The butler all of a sudden remembered Yosef and told Paro about him. Yosef was quickly rushed out of jail and brought to Paro. Yosef told Paro that it was not his skill, but rather Hashem who gives him the ability to interpret the dreams. Both your dreams mean the same thing. There will immediately start seven years of plenty, which will be followed by seven years of hunger. The hunger will be so great that the years of plenty will be forgotten. Hashem showed you the dreams so that you can prepare. Appoint someone who will take charge and arrange for the food to be collected and put away. This is what Yosef said. Paro chose Yosef and made him second in command. He dressed him in beautiful robes, placed a gold chain on his neck, and named him Tzafenat Paneach, which means revealer of the hidden things. He also gave him Asenat, the daughter of Potiphera, as a wife. They had two children, Menashe and Ephraim. The plentiful years began right away. Seven years later, the years of famine began. The famine affected the nations around Mitzrayim as well. Yaakov decided to send the Shevatim, except for Binyamin, to Egypt to get food. When Yosef discovered that his brothers had arrived, he had them all brought to him. Since in his dream all the Shevatim bowed to him, and Binyamin wasn't there, he knew that it was not yet time to reveal himself. Yosef accused them of being spies, and commanded that they bring Binyamin to show they were innocent. He held on to Shimon as collateral. The tribes realized that they were being punished for the way they treated Yosef. When Yosef heard them saying this, he turned aside and cried, but he still realized it was not yet time to reveal himself. Before the brothers left, Yosef commanded his son Menashe to fill up their sacks with grain and to put their money back inside. Later, when they discovered the money back in their sacks, they trembled. Why did Hashem make this happen to them? When they returned to Yaakov, they told him all that happened. Yaakov refused to let Binyamin go. When the supply of food ran low, the brothers reminded their father Yaakov that they were unable to go down to get more food unless Binyamin was with them. Yoven told Yaakov that he will take responsibility for Binyamin, but Yaakov refused. Yehuda then offered to take responsibility for Binyamin. With a heavy heart, Yaakov sent them on their way. Before they left, he told them to take double money with them in case the prices went up. He also told them to return the money that was in their sacks and to, to take a present back for the ruler. When the brothers arrived, Yosef called them into a seuda, a meal, where he pretended to use a magic goblet to have them sit according to their mothers. Before they left, Yosef commanded his son Menashe to fill up their sacks and to put their money back in again. He also commanded him to put the silver goblet in Binyamin's bag. Soon after they left, Menashe came chasing after them, accusing them of stealing the silver goblet. The brothers denied it, but Menashe soon discovered it in the bag of Binyamin. All the brothers went back to Egypt with Binyamin. Yosef said that Binyamin will become his slave. 
Yehuda said that all of the Shevatim are to be slaves along with Binyamin, but Yosef refused. He wanted to see how far they would stand up to defend his brother Binyamin.